Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Encouraging the Encouragers podcast. This is Mitch Matthews. I'm so honored and excited that you're here. This podcast is specifically designed for you, the coach, the speaker, the content creator who is working hard to help your clients, your audiences, and the world to thrive. That's right. You are an encourager. You are encouraging the world and you deserve a great place to be encouraged too. That's what I want for you. And that's what this show is all about. Real stories, real strategies delivered in real time daily. That's right. I'm excited. I'm glad you're here. So let's get to today's episode. What is up, Encourager? I hope you are doing awesome. Hey, uh, when this episode drops, it's going to be Saturday. I don't know when you're going to hear it, but when it drops, it's going to be Saturday. So we're going to call this Speaker Saturday, Speaker Strategy Saturday, because I guess we need more S's in the world. <laughs> uh, but hey, I got hit with a reminder I wanted to share with you. It's a specific strategy that I used even this week with one of my clients. I want to share it with you, especially if you are working on your ability to not only deliver a more confident and competent and clear message, but also do that in a way where you, you are fully in the moment, where you have peace, where your brain isn't racing because of what people call stage fright. Okay. Um, and it, it's a specific strategy that is so powerful. Um, I love this strategy, but there's also, I've got to say it's a powerful strategy, but there's also some landmines that I want you to avoid some ditches that you can fall into. Okay. So the strategy is what I call a table read. Okay. And I'll give you a little background. I was working with, uh, one of my coaching clients, who's a, an executive high level executive, and he has a number of speaking engagements that pop up. Sometimes he is doing a 10 minute, Hey, here's what we're doing today, or, you know, at a regional meeting, or he's invited to a conference and to talk about what his organization does. And, you know, sometimes it's educational. Sometimes it needs to be inspirational. Sometimes it is, uh, casting a vision, right? Uh, lots of different scenarios for this leader, but. I will say that this leader also suffers from what he calls stage fright. It's that thing of stepping on stage. All of a sudden his heart races. Uh, you know, he is a wildly competent, often prepared speaker, but man, that stage fright just zaps him. And, uh, you know, heart starts to race. Uh, he feels all like, you know, clinched up. Uh, sometimes he's tempted to, uh, throw new information in and then he loses track of time. There's like some real challenges. Okay. Maybe you've had that where all of a sudden you move into what some people call stage fright. It's that thing of your brain basically is trying to decide, okay, <laughs> am I in danger? Uh, stage fright actually often is equated to something that, uh, a, a evolutionary psychologists, evolutionary psychologists basically link stage fright back to uh, part of our brain, specifically the amygdala, that is absolutely convinced that if we screw this up, if we step on stage in front of the tribe, 
that the amygdala is freaked out because if we screw this up, the amygdala, the deep part of your brain that controls things like fight or flight, the amygdala is absolutely convinced if we screw this up, we're going to get voted out of the tribe and chased by saber-toothed tigers tonight. Right? That that is oftentimes why we feel stage fright at a at a very primal level. Okay. Um, and what I have found is that in some ways, awareness is the first thing that helps us to overcome that stage fright or what I call tribal awareness, <laughs> right? Tribal awareness um, to go, oh, wait, no matter how bad I do, I am not going to be contending with saber tooth tigers and bears tonight, right? Uh, I may not do as well as I'd hoped, but I am not, this is not life or death. So that helps me kind of speak to that part of my brain. Now that awareness helps, but the preparation also helps. And that's where I want to get to the strategy, the table read. And basically what it is, is you put the bullet points together of what are the most important things that you want to say? I am not a fan. I do not believe in creating a script and then memorizing the script. That is acting and acting is very powerful. It, it, you know, on a stage, oh my gosh, a great actor is impressive to watch. It can be moving to watch, but I actually don't believe it is the best way to speak to an audience, right? If you were a speaker, you want that to, uh, come from the heart. You want it to be fresh. Uh, you want it to be something where the speaker knows what they're going to say, what they're going to deliver, but that there's a little bit of variety right? They're not working from a script. They are working from a map. Okay. Now what's beautiful with the table read is the table read is you, you take a look at these bullet points and then you just practice speaking through these points. And, and as I was talking with my client this week, I said, you get used to the words coming out of your face. <laughs> that's what, that's what the strategy is all about. You get, you get used to these words coming out of your face and, and then a talk almost becomes muscle memory, right? It's not memorization. It's muscle memory. It's a little bit like if you ever played sports, I didn't play football, but uh, you know, I would imagine that a, a quarterback is going to practice, 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 throwing that perfect spiral, perfect spirals, perfect spiral. So therefore when, you know, the huge defensive linemen are hurling their bodies towards the quarterback, it's a muscle memory that kicks in that helps them to not be in as much fear, but to actually deliver when it counts. Same thing can happen with a talk, right? And uh, this executive that I was working with had, uh, you know, has a, an event coming up where he's going to basically kick off the event. He's going to have 10 minutes to kind of cast a vision for the day, uh, you know, speak to the hearts of those that are there, but then get off the stage in 10 minutes. How about that? So we just worked through that map. We made sure there was some of the logistics of the day in there, but I also wanted to make sure there was a story in there, something that would help you know, everyone to be able to be a little inspired. And I always say that if you want someone to remember something, share a story because stories create a folder in our brain that allow us to remember something, right? So if you want somebody to remember a strategy, share a story. So sure enough, in his bullet points, there's a good story in there, right? So then we just work through it. I just had him talk through it, not to memorize, but just to get comfortable with those words coming out of his face. And when he first started to do it, we did it. Just, I just want you to talk to me. 
and then we went through it again and had some fun with it. And, um, I said, you know, by the third time it was getting more and more comfortable with it. And I said, now I want you to envision that room. What's that vision? What's that room going to look like? And he was like, okay. And he started to imagine that in his mind. And I said, now I want you to go through it again, do it again. And sure enough, he's like, oh, this is great. This is great. Now here's one more strategy. And, and this is where the, the, you know, one of the potential pitfalls, one of the potential landmines of the table read strategy is that all of a sudden you start to try to remember specific words, like, oh, specific words. Oh, well, I liked how I phrased that. It's like, no, what we want to be able to do is just get comfortable with those words coming out of your face. Right. But then he's like, oh, but I had a whole new idea or I had a whole new story very creative person that I'm working with here, right? Uh, all just always full of new ideas. And I, I said, Hey, this is great. I said, and, and your, your mind is, is wanting to, you know, take this to the next level. Your mind is also probably getting really comfortable with this content. So it's wanting to come up with new things to make it interesting for you. But I said, keep in mind that your audience will have heard this only once. So it's going to be fresh for them. Right? I said, but here's the thing. Anytime you get a new idea while you're doing the table read in the midst of the table read, I want you to just hash, just, just write just a slash on your piece of paper, right? Just a single line hash mark, right? And that's going to be, Hey, I had an idea, but I stayed with my bullet points. And he's like, Ooh, I like that. I said, we want to recognize, we want to acknowledge, Hey, my brain had a new idea and I'm going to reward myself to stay on track as opposed to go down this new trail right? This new idea. Now I said at the end of that table read, what I want you to do is I want you to write that idea down. We're going to put that in your idea vault for future talks, for future talks. Like we want to reward your brain for coming up with new ideas, but we also want to reward your brain for staying on track. He was like, Ooh, I love that. I love that. He had kind of a short attention span as a kid. He's like, you know, now it comes out in this way. I was like, absolutely. So what's beautiful about the table read, the table read strategy allows you to get comfortable with the words coming out of your face. The whole idea is not memorization, but muscle memory. If you get new ideas, that's wonderful. Hash market, stay on track when you're doing your table read, but then write down that idea, put it in the vault for future talks, future, you know, opportunities to speak, those kinds of things, but reward your brain both for having the idea, but also reward your brain for, Hey, I stayed on track. I had this new tangent that would have taken me off in a whole different direction. And who knows where, where I would have gone. I'm going to reward my brain for staying right on track. We talked about a lot, but I can tell you what, this is powerful and it's making a huge difference. It works for me, but it also works for my clients. I wanted to share that story with you. See what I did there. Right. But it's the whole idea. Table read, right? Get comfortable with the words coming into your face. Then as you get new ideas, reward your brain for staying on track, but also reward your brain and can, you know, collect those ideas and put them in a vault, an idea vault so that you've got plenty of ideas in the future. I hope this helps you, my friend, because I want you to kill it from stage. You are an encourager. The world needs your ideas and your encouragement. And I also believe you should be well paid to do that. All right. So let's keep you encouraged. Let's keep you moving forward as you are building a speaking, a coaching, a content creation business. And let's get you paid really, really well as you do it. All right. Stay encouraged, my friend. And we will talk tomorrow.
All right, my friend, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I, I gotta say, I am so wildly honored and blessed that you keep coming back for each episode. Plus, thank you so much for sharing the show with your friends and fellow encouragers. Seriously, we are reaching encouragers around the world thanks to your help. Plus, every time you guys share it on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, it just does my heart so much good and it encourages me deeply. So thank you so much for that. And hey, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and so that we can keep getting you the stories and strategies that you need. I got to tell you, I love doing it and I truly hope that it keeps you encouraged. Speaking of that, one last thing, uh, one of the best ways that you can help me and the whole team here at Matthews Training International is leaving a podcast review. So if you have a second, just scroll down, punch those stars and leave a sentence or two. I read every one of those reviews and everyone encourages me. So thank you so much. You guys are really helping the show to grow and I couldn't be more grateful for that. Thanks so much for being here. And most importantly, thank you for what you do in the world. You are making the world a better place. Let's keep you encouraged and we'll talk tomorrow.